nailing your message, getting your message just right is actually the key thing that you need to do to sustain your podcast. Eric Nevins here, and I am so delighted that you are with us. This is The Christian Podcaster, and I'm so glad that you decided to download this episode because this is going to be a really uh, potentially life-changing episode for you. Okay, so let me just kind of set the stage. I realized something um, a couple of uh, like months ago when I did a little offer called Pay What You Can. And I know that a lot of you would love a little bit of coaching, a little bit of like some other insight, a little bit, some other eyes on your podcast or ears on your podcast, right? To just give you a little feedback. And I know that because I did this pay what I can't pay what you can coaching session. Anybody could sign up. You could pay whatever you'd like. And once you did that, uh, then you could schedule a session with me and we would talk and we, I would give you coaching for one full hour, uh, of just anything that you wanted. And, uh, I loved it. Actually, it was really great. So fun for me to coach and spend a lot of time doing that because I just, I love that. It's the, uh, the personal, uh, people connection that I enjoy the most about what I get to do in helping podcasters. Okay. But as I was doing this, something came out, something stood out so much to me that it turned into this idea. It turned into, um, a, a, a just kind of a, a mission for me, a thing that I needed to know more about. And we're going to talk about that today. So I'm glad that you're here. And before we get started, let me just remind you, the Christian Podcaster is the official podcast of Christian Podcasters Association. I'm so glad that you've downloaded and you're hanging out. If you're not in the free Facebook group, search on Facebook, uh, Christian Podcasters Association. And if you're interested, uh, I know you you may be after this conversation, uh, we have a membership called CPA Gold. And that is for people who want to take their podcast to the next level, whatever that might be, to the next notch up. Uh, so if you've been podcasting, let's say a year or two, and you get the basics, you got it all down, but you want to go where want to know where to go from here. CPA Gold is for you. You can find that at ChristianPodcastersAssociation.com slash gold. Would love to have you there as well. Okay, so what is the thing that I found so interesting and so kind of ubiquitous across the board in podcasts? And it was that uh, most of the time or often, the thing that people jump into is the mechanics of podcasting. We've done an episode kind of on mechanics about the basics and getting started. But in my kind of five-step process, number two is your messaging, figuring out your message. So we talked about uh, mindset and what that means and what it, what it is. Second is message. Then comes mechanics. Then comes marketing, which is also where everybody wants to start because they want to grow their show. That's kind of the second thing people think about. It's the fourth thing, right? Getting your message, nailing your message, getting your message just right is actually the the key thing that you need to do in order to uh, sustain your podcast. So I'm not sure if I've talked about this enough or very much, but getting your message right 
will help you produce more content. It will help you reach the people that you want to reach with your show. Okay, so let me tell you a little story about how this worked out for me. I tell you all the time, it took me two years to start my podcast. This is 2014, 2015. I was working on it. I took baby steps, real baby steps, because I was terrified that nobody was going to listen, that it wasn't going to be worthwhile. I had some other projects that I started that never really materialized the way that I'd hoped. And that just, uh, I was scared. I was scared. But one thing I did that I'm really proud of is during that time, I spent a lot of time thinking about what message do I want to have? Who do I want to serve with my podcast? Now, for me, I'm halfway there. The show is really all about the Christian spiritual journey. And I used a book called The Critical Journey, which I recommend everybody read. Maybe I'll talk about that more in just a moment. Uh, but it talks about the spiritual journey and what that actually is like. Believe it or not, uh, God's people have been going through the spiritual journey for millennia, and there are documented uh, pathways. There are there are there are uh, pathways through the woods, right? Cut cutways in the jungle that you can go to, and that we can we sometimes find ourselves on. And if you need a little help navigating that path, it's helpful to have somebody who's been down that road before. This was before deconstruction was becoming a big deal, like it is today. And I wanted to show people, hey, you can go through the spiritual desert, if you will, if I can mix those metaphors and come out on the other side and find God eminently faithful. Okay, so that's those are the kind of things that I was thinking. And I was asking myself the questions. What do I want to talk about? Who, who do I want to serve? What do I want people to get out of my show? And then how do I want to do that? So I made some key choices on my show uh, to make it much, much more uh, story-driven than uh, teaching driven because I'm not a very good teacher. I don't like teaching all that much, but if we can have a conversation uh, like we are here, so you can always go to uh, the Facebook post in the, in the Facebook group or on our page or just go to christianpodcastersassociation.com, hit that blog and you can uh, see this episode and comment. I would love to hear you and your, your thoughts on this episode. Okay, so I spent a lot of time in that um, whole thing, trying to figure out my message, trying to figure out who I was going to serve. And I think that actually paid some serious benefits because we're I'm, right now, as, as it stands, in fact, uh, this week, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, from when I'm recording this, halfway there will be seven years old. So what that tells you, what that should tell you is that if you have a good message, if you know your message and you know what you want to do, you can use that to sustain your podcast and to sustain your commitment to producing your podcast over a long period of time and serving those people. That's what I want you to see in here. Okay. So let's talk about your message and talk about what your message really is. I'm going to give you a few ideas about who you want to serve and how to handle that and how to figure that out. And then um, maybe a few other ideas about, about, uh, about your message. Okay. So, and why it's so important. All right. So uh, first of all, let's take a look here. What is your message? And this is what I think people tend to maybe get wrong. I think oftentimes there's a couple things you need to do with your message. You need to, first of all, make it specific. And you need 
need to know who you want to serve. So this is how I define your message. The core transfer, your message is the core transformation you promise to the people you most want to serve. Now there's a couple of parts to that. And so I want to unpack that. Um, the core transformation you promise. So let's start there because I think that's really important. So a lot of times uh, I hear, particularly with us Christians, we have this sense, uh, and maybe you don't, maybe you do. If you do, tell me, okay? Let me know. If you don't, tell me. But I think we have the sense that spiritual things matter, right? That our walk with the Lord matters, that discovering more about who we are in Christ matters. And so we end up saying things like, "I my show is for everyone. I'll get to that in just a minute. But it's what I want. And then we say things like, what I want to do is to help people with their faith journey. Okay? Uh, or I want to help people grow closer to God. Right? Um, neither of those statements mean anything. And I'm sorry to break that to you. I'm sorry to be, hopefully I'm not being uh, too uh, abrasive at the moment. but they don't, right? They're sort of um, ubiquitous, sort of ethereal, not really sure. You know how I learned this? <laughs> I uh, tried to start a business as a spiritual director, as a, and part of the job of the spiritual director is to listen and to help people along the journey. But that is so ethereal, it's really hard to make a promise. Can I promise you that if you spend an hour with me every week for 12 weeks, that in three months you will be able to know um, quantifiably justify your, your spend? No idea. I have no idea because I'm not in control of any of that process. It's just the time, right? It's just the, just the listening. And so it's kind of really hard to, um, to make that promise to people for me. Um, I know that people are doing well, but for me, man, that was tough. It was just not quite quantifiable enough. So you have to be able to make a promise about a transformation that you're going to make, right? So for halfway there, my show, halfway there is the the promise that I'm making. I, I say it's honest conversations with ordinary Christians about today's Christian experience. So you're going to get some honest talk about what the spiritual journey is like. And we're going to talk about the ups and the downs. That's what I'm what I'm promising. And my hope is that as you go, as you listen, if you find yourself in the dark night of the soul, you can also uh, see that there is light at the end of the tunnel, that God was faithful to the person who your story you're listening to, and he'll be faithful to you. And you can maybe get some inspiration and some hope. That's the promise, right, that I'm, that I'm offering. Well, this show, for instance, what's the core transformation that I'm promising? Well, I think it is I would love for you to develop your podcast to a point that it not only is valuable to you and fun to create and sustainable to create, but also can become a ministry if that's what you want it to be, if that's what you think God is calling you to do. So this brings me to my next my next point. So we're talking about the core transformation you promise. When you do that, I think there's usually a, per, a kind of person, a situation that you're trying to speak into you have the opportunity to bring the gospel to bear on your niche. I think that's really important. Um, the gospel, the kingdom of God, I've been spending a lot of time thinking about the kingdom of God lately, uh, the way Jesus interacts and has some, some thoughts about the kingdom of God. It's 
fascinating to me. Um, but the kingdom of God, like at one point he says it's like yeast, right? It just, you don't see it. It's in the dough, but it just works its way all the way through the dough, right? You just, you put it in there, you mix it up and you don't see what's happening, but in a, give it an hour or two in, in a nice warm place and what's going to happen. Pretty soon you'll see all the evidence of it. The kingdom of God is like that. Well, I think when you create a podcast for moms, let's say, or you create a podcast for people who've experienced trauma, or you create a podcast for, uh, I guess there's dad's podcast, there's leadership podcast, all these things, right? You get to bring that idea, the kingdom of God to your niche, to those people. You get to apply it and you get to think about what would Jesus do in these situations to borrow that, that, uh, overused term. You get to bring it to bring the kingdom of God to that niche and to those situations. And that is how my friends, the spirit uses you to spread the kingdom of God, right? That's what you're, what we're called to do. So bringing the gospel to bear on your niche, I think is a really key and important idea. So you, cause you're going to offer transformation and you're not just going to offer like a spiritual ethereal transformation. You need to offer a transformation that resonates with where someone is. So if you're a mom podcaster and you think moms are struggling, we're going to talk about this in just a minute um, with having their own quiet time you might create resources for them that make it quick and easy and that help them recognize God throughout the day, recognize their, their relationship to God in the little moments interacting with their children, right? Instead of having to have a 30, 45 minute, you know, situation where you're sitting down and praying and reading moms don't have that time. Kids are up, got to feed them, got to take care of them, all those kinds of things. So that's, um, that's, but that's a way that you can bring, transformation to bear the gospel to bear on being a mom. And I love that. Okay. The second thing is you want to state your transformation as a promise, as a promise that you're making to your audience. Now, the way to do this, this is called a lot of different things, but it's a, it's called a value proposition statement. And, uh, you know, maybe seven or eight years ago, I would have been a little skeptical of that and been like, Oh, I don't need that. Nah. Uh, and maybe feel that way. And if you do, let me just encourage you to uh, take it seriously. Not taking your promise, your value propositions seriously says you're not serious about your podcast. So if you want it to go to grow and to turn into something that is a ministry and God's calling you to that, you got to make a promise, right? You got you to figure out who, who you're serving. So the promise goes like this. Uh, the value proposition, it goes uh, who you serve, what you help them do, and the transformation they will experience afterwards. Right. So let's take our mom, our mom's example. So uh, you, so let's say you help moms. Let's say you help busy and tired moms with young children. Okay. See how specific that is. That's a very specific person. Busy and tired moms with young children. It's not everybody. That's not the whole world. That doesn't include grandmas usually, right? That includes young women who have kids, right? Typically. Although today, maybe it's maybe it's a little bit older, right? But that's okay. Whoever it is. Women, moms with children, young children, right? Uh, young, <laughs> young and tired. Busy and tired. What did I say? Busy and tired moms 
with young children. Very specific, right? You can know their needs, right? You can know what they need. Okay, so you help them. What do you help them do? You help them, let's say, recognize spiritual, recognize and take advantage of spiritual moments throughout their day. Okay? So you're helping them see, you're giving them resources to see God in different places in their in their day. Um, so that, what's the transformation? Uh, so that uh, they can maintain or, let's see, grow their relationship with God while their children, while serving their, their young children, caring for their young children. Okay, this is, I'm spitballing here. I'm just making this up as we go. But do you see the idea that, that it's a transformation? So they're, they're going for, maybe in the transformation, you even state it as um, they can go from this to this, right? So they can go from stressed about not connecting with God to feeling peace and joy as they're, as they're growing, right? As they're growing through motherhood. There's a really specific transformation. That's a promise. You can create resources that will that will take advantage of that promise. I guarantee you can. There's lots of stuff there. Okay. Um, so that's the the promise. And then uh, I talked about. I guess we kind of talked about this a little bit um, to the people you most want to serve. So who are those people that you most want to serve? And I've given some examples. Maybe it's moms. Maybe it's dads. Maybe it's men, maybe it's, um, you know, all kinds of things, all, all kinds of people. So maybe it's people who have suffered a loss, you know, uh, people who have, uh, I'm trying to think of some, some other things, maybe pastors, right? There's a lot, a lot of people that you may want to serve. And then what you want to do is you want to get so clear about what they need that you can't help but create something that you know will help them, right? So, um, the mom's example is a great one, right? We know, we know that moms, busy and tired moms with young children don't have a lot of time or they maybe need audio, right? To be able to listen to something while they're doing something else. Um, they might need a short, so I, the best example of this, oh, all right. I wasn't going to bring this up, but I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. The best example of this I've ever heard was Lisa Turkhurst and she uh, actually, so in 2019, I went to a publisher's convention in Nashville and I spoke about podcasting. And it was so cool. I was really excited to speak about that. Um, and then in the room, same room that I was in, like an hour later, Lisa Turker spoke. It was amazing. I was like, wow, that's that's kind of cool. Obviously, her crowd was much bigger. I was in it. Um, but it was pretty neat. And what she did, she sat down and people asked her questions. She explained how granular she gets with her audience. So, for instance, her her audience is women, right? So, I think maybe of all ages, but particularly uh, maybe younger women uh, trying to raise a family. And uh, she, what she said was, she knows her audience's day exactly, right? So she knows that in the morning, the first thing that her audience reaches for is their phone. How many of us are doing that, right? First thing they reach for is their phone. Great, they're on Facebook. Right there, or probably Instagram, right? It's now, or maybe TikTok. Who knows? Something, but they're look. They're reaching for their phones. So she created a thing that was a, uh, I think it's first fifteen, something like that. That is like that gives them a boost of scripture and godliness right at the beginning of their day on their phone on their app, right? 
Um, and then she knew that then she that that woman's busy until lunch. And then lunch, they've got 30 minutes. And so she made a podcast that's only 30 minutes to just fit into that woman's day, right? And then later at night, they're cooking, doing dishes, then want to do listen to a podcast or something. Then she had created something for that. So she but she had something for every single spot where her audience might be able to listen to some content. Do you see how specific that is? See how much she knows her audience? It was amazing. It it really uh, opened my eyes to how specific you you need to get. And I hope it does yours as well. So think about the people that you want to serve and start asking some questions. What is their day like? What do they do? How much time do they have? Uh, where do they go? Where do they hang out? Then go to those places where they hang out and start asking them questions. And you know why you do that? Because you want to use the language that they want, that they use, right? So if somebody's using language like, hey, I'm just so burned out, you might use that in your promise. Hey, are you so, are you so burned out or maybe, you know, burned out moms, whatever you start to use their language. And as you do that, it's going to resonate with your audience. Okay. So you want to find those kinds of things, um, that you can do. Uh, I think the Lisa Turkhurst example just really blew me away, really blew me away. So, um, get, get granular. There's a lot of questions that you can ask, uh, so let me just add, let me brainstorm this a little bit with you. So let's talk about what else might we ask. Um, you can get, oh, you know who else has a really good example of this is Jerry Dugan of Beyond the Rut. Every time I've asked him, hey, tell me, tell me who your audience is. He has an answer. He's got AJ and and he knows who AJ is. He knows that um that uh, every, everything about him, just everything about him, that that he's stuck in a rut, how he got there. And what he needs to do in order to get out. That is his promise because he knows his audience. Okay, so here's my question for you. How well do you know your audience? How well do you know who you want to serve? What promise are you making them? What are you telling them? What are you asking them to do in order to do it? How are you filling those gaps that they have, right? So that you can give them an idea of exactly how you're going to help them with your podcast and with any other products that you create. That's where we are, friends. This is message. There's probably a lot more to message, uh, It's, but it's the most important thing. Let me tell you, I want to just ex- finish up with this. Uh, why is message important? I said earlier that it will keep you going. I think once your message gets clear, once you know exactly who you're going to talk about and what you're promising them, it becomes so much easier to create content, to create things that resonate with them. You can start to use their language. You can uh, start to hang out where they hang out and you can find them. And you can say to other people, uh, to, to them, hey, come along for this journey. Come, I've got space for you. I do this with the Facebook group all the time. When I run into people who are wanting to start a podcast or they've already started a podcast or a Christian, I invite them to the Christian Podcasters Association, right? Because I know it's a very specific niche. You belong if you're a Christian and a podcaster. That's it, right? Super easy. That's what you want to do. So you want to get specific and it will help you clarify. Let me address one other question that I know I'm going to get. Um, and it's always the thing that people are concerned about with niching down is that, well, what if I niche down too far? 
right? What if I, what if I don't resonate with anyone? The weirdest thing happens once you are clear about your audience and you're speaking directly to those few people, what happens is other people who are also interested, who, who are maybe uh, adjacent, I love that word, adjacent, um, to your niche will notice also. And so insofar as they are connected and they want to, to be there or they want to, they want to, uh, you're speaking their language a little bit, even if they have a little different set of circumstances, they will be interested and they will come. And so, but it's the specificity of your message and your audience that actually enables that enables you to reach more people. So uh, how does that happen? Um, I think it projects confidence for one, when you uh, are clear, you can speak confidently. You can speak knowing what you bring to the issue, right? Um, and I was trying to think of, is there, I mean, is there anything else? What else does that do? I think it definitely brings confidence. I think it definitely shows that uh, you, you're addressing a particular problem. And that's the the second thing. I think that's the, that is kind of the key. So, all right, friends, those are my thoughts on message. Your message is the core transformation you promise to the people you most want to serve. Who are you serving? What are you promising them? I would love to have you share that with me in the Facebook group at christianpodcastersassociation.com or just search on Facebook, christianpodcastersassociation.com. would love to have you in the free group. Again, it's totally free. And if you're interested, your podcast have been doing it for one or two years. Uh, or maybe even if you want to start out, you can you can do it. But I find most people join around that that spot. Come join the CPA Gold at ChristianPodcastersAssociation.com slash gold. Looking forward to having you. We'll see you. We'll see you there. Keep podcasting. Hey friends, if you stuck around this long, I'm actually going to give you a secret tip because I forgot to do it in the episode, but uh, this way you get rewarded for just hanging out and being here. Here's my secret tip. I found this really useful. I mentioned doing all that coaching and I found myself using this tool so many times. It's called the feelings wheel. If you just go to feelingswheel.com, you're going to see a wheel of feelings in different categories, right? Different. So there's sad emotions, there's uh, you know, angry emotions, there's happy emotions, there's all those things that, that you can feel, right? Frustrated emotions. They all go together and they all kind of kind of work uh, in this big circle, right? Okay. The way to use this tool is to take, is to go to feelingswheel.com, look at it and ask yourself a couple of questions. First question is, what does my audience feel now? What's the frustration they're feeling or how do, how do they feel? Disempowered, not happy, whatever, whatever that thing is that they're feeling that you is the problem you want to solve. Second, ask yourself the question, how do you want them to feel? How do you want them to feel after they engage with you and your content and your transformation that you're offering? That's your transformation, right? So uh, when you know that, hey, I want um, use the example of busy moms, who, you know, have young children, right? They feel tired, they feel exhausted, they feel depleted. You want them to feel energized and encouraged and ready to continue going, right? Uh, 
Okay, so that's the transformation that you're processing. I think that's a super easy way to figure out what you're trying to do. The feelings wheel helps bring a whole lot of clarity. Check it out. Let me know if you do. And if you heard this, let me know. Message me on Facebook. Just look for Eric Nevins. Send me a message. I would love to hear if anybody actually listened to this. I feel a lot like those uh, 90s you know, songs hidden back uh, in the in the end of a CD somewhere. Anyway, all right. Thanks a lot, guys. We'll keep podcasting. We'll see you next time.